Good morning. It's 535 on the ticket. The Musers are on the road this morning. We're coming to you from New York City. It's a big night tonight in the world of radio. National Association of Broadcasters annual convention. And tonight at the big dinner, they will hand out the Marconi Awards. And that's why we are up here. In fact, there are a few folks from Cumulus nominated for Marconi's which is basically the Oscars in the world of radio, the National Radio Awards from the NAB. And we are up tonight for Major Market Personalities of the Year. This is the eighth time that we've been finalists. We finally won a couple of years ago after going 0 for 6. We were mired in a slump, like we've seen a few hitters here in the postseason go through. But we finally won a couple of years ago. We're finalists again this year. Hawkeye and Michelle from... Another morning show in the Cumulus Empire on KSCS, also finalists. They'll be up here with us tonight. And the ticket is nominated for Sports Station of the Year. That's a Marconi that our radio station has won four different times. That's an all-time record in the industry. No radio station has won four Sports Station of the Year Marconis. But the ticket has, and we're going for number five tonight. As we talked a little bit about yesterday, we don't feel great about our chances tonight. Hawkeye and Michelle are having a big year. They're winning a lot of awards. Also, one of the finalists in our category passed away a year ago. Yes. And we think he will, and perhaps should, get a lot of the votes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, We would have no problem. We are here to honor him. That's the way I look at this trip. Yes. Right. The muses are here to honor. Right. I would have been fine never winning a Marconi. The fact that we finally won it as a show a couple of years ago was fantastic and very humbling, and we were very appreciative of it. I don't personally need a second or a third or a fourth like you guys always say you need. I do. Yeah, George said he needed a fifth. I do. I I want legacy. I want uh, multiple titles. (laughs) A lot of of people have won one. I want yeah multiple titles. That's true. The, The second one solidifies your legacy because the one a lot of people just write off as a one-off right now they got lucky that yeah. year luck which that's what i do with us yeah. I, I write us off <laughs> i say we just got lucky <laughs> so we'll see what happens at the big awards dinner tonight and we'll be broadcasting here from new york city tomorrow morning as well we have a lot on tap for you today we now know our World Series matchup. The Rangers will take on the Arizona Diamondbacks. The series will start in Arlington on Friday, 6.55 this morning. We'll talk about what happened in the NLCS in Game 7 last night and talk more about this Rangers-D-backs matchup. That's 6.55 this morning. And since it's Wednesday during the football season, we'll convene the Pigskin panel today at 7.50. Tim Kalashaw from the Dallas Morning News and Davey Lane from the Hardline our panel today. That'll be a couple of segments of talking Cowboys football and the NFL. We got plenty more to get into this morning, including coming up here shortly at six o'clock, the Mavericks start the season tonight. And what a team to open against the Spurs who have been the talk of the preseason. Not that the Spurs are going to be that great this year. They were one of the worst teams in the NBA last year, but they have maybe the most intriguing basketball player ever that they will debut. He will make his regular season debut tonight against the Mavericks. We'll talk about Wimby and Luca coming up at 6 o'clock. We are broadcasting this morning from one of the studios at Sirius XM, the satellite radio conglomerate. 
And this is right in the middle of Manhattan. We are across the street from Rockefeller Plaza. And we are way up high in this building that I am attempting to tweet out a picture of. It was pretty cool getting here this morning. We took a cab from our hotel. And we arrived a little bit early before we were ready to check in. So we went to one of those on-the-street coffee stands because a couple of the coffee shops and bakeries around here weren't open yet. And George saw one of these little coffee trucks. Rockefeller Coffee. And said, yeah, look, that's open. I wonder if they have coffee. So we walked over there and got coffee and a couple of bagels and some donuts and whatever. And then uh, George bought our breakfast this morning. And what happened when you tried to get a receipt? He just shrugged his shoulders, acting like they just don't they don't deal in receipts. And then he reached for a napkin and he said, I can write on this. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's okay. But I should have had I should have turned that in. Man, you should have. <laughs> Maybe I'll go back by there and see if he can fill it out. <laughs> I would love accounting to call you in and say, What is this? Uh, it's a napkin. It's it's, it's a napkin. It's a receipt though. You could sir, do you consider this a legitimate receipt? <laughs> yes. yes I do. Yes, I know it sounds weird, but yes I do. Is that your handwriting? No. No, that's the guy at Rockefeller Coffee. Okay. <laughs> What's his name? I, no I didn't idea. ask him. Have None no idea whatsoever. He's our guy. Dalton. <laughs> we'll go with Dalton. They have those little stands, though, everywhere. It's one of the really yeah. cool things about New York City at this hour in particular is the city's just waking up. Coffee was pretty good, I have to say. Really good. Eh. Oh, you didn't oh, like boy. it? Oh, no. Coffee You didn't brew it. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and then we walked over to the giant building where Sirius XM is located, and we had walked into their gigantic ornate lobby and walked up to the security desk and we had to check in and they gave us these guest passes and then he gave us instructions for where to go and what to do with these guest passes each of the pass we had had a little barcode on it and our name and so he said you just walk over to the turnstile and you scan that and then it'll let you through to the elevators and then he said something else, and none of us really paid attention. No. So we walked over to the turnstiles that led to the elevators, and we had some problems there scanning our little visitor cards, and eventually we kind of figured it out. Meanwhile, there's somebody who works here, this 20-something Manhattan resident who was, you know, stylish and quick and on top of everything he just he, pops right through the turnstile and he was judging us the whole time there's no yeah, doubt as we were trying to put a piece of paper up to the elevator button yeah <laughs> we thought it it scanned again there was no scanner there no, no scanner it was, just look it was us just pushing paper at something that looked electronic and meanwhile bills. his elevator opens and it's staying open for quite some time and he's in there on his phone you know he's multitasking to perfection <laughs> and he's perfection. watching us as we're holding our guest badges <laughs> up to the elevator button panel, looking for something to scan it, and nothing is scanning it. And then finally, I actually caught myself. I walked in a circle, and then I stopped, and I looked at his elevator, which was still open, and I said, I think we're supposed to get on this one. And he just stared at me as those doors closed. Like, no, you're not. You, have, you don't need to be on this one. So then I go back over to the security. Oh, I'll tell you what I did first. I went back outside the turnstile because I thought, oh, it must scan our visitor badge and automatically <laughs> open the door to what elevator we're going to take. So I thought I would scan the badge again. So I scanned it and nothing happened. 
So then I called over the security guy. He'd about had enough of us already because it took like 10 minutes for him to make us those little cards. And he comes over. What did you say that he did when I called his name first? He had just settled down after dealing with us, giving us instructions. He had just sat down to take a bite of his croissant, and then you said, uh, excuse me, we, we can't work the elevator. <laughs> pull it out of his mouth. Going, oh, jeez. Like, oh, GD. Okay. How complicated is an elevator? He walks over. Or, or whatever voice. Yeah, whatever. And I said, how do we get on the elevator? And he said, just push the button push to button. what floor you want to go to. <laughs> you know, like every elevator in the world works. Hey. Okay, got it. And I go, oh, okay, got it. And push the button, and that took us to the floor. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. We felt like we such look... amateur hicks <laughs> in the big city, not knowing what to do. I hope we were making the security room laugh. Like, look at these guys. <laughs> they can't even get on the elevator. That guy just walked in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> the other two guys are just standing there laughing. <laughs> So we get up to the floor that Sirius XM is on, and we check in there. You have to go through that whole process through security and check your IDs. And as we are in the waiting room there, right off the main lobby is the Howard Stern studio. So we think he's in there this morning. We saw some activity coming in and out. I guess. if It's like I asked you guys. Does he work five days a week? That's a no good way. question. There's no way. We were guessing his age. He'll be 70 in January. And he still is on that contract here with the good folks at Sirius XM that pays him something in the neighborhood of $80 million a year. Oh, my God! Which is truly hard to comprehend. Wow. We talk about quarterbacks that are now making $60 million a year. you got to go camp outside that door, Gordo. That's your guy. No. I don't want to get thrown out. <laughs> who is this guy? All right, who is this guy? <laughs> And a very nice guy named Louie set us up here in one of their vacant studios. So Who looks like Tony Romo. Boy, he does. He really does look like Tony Romo. (laughs) Oh, Jim! I thought someone was pranking us when he came walking down the hall. Yeah, I I thought they hired a Romo (laughs) look-alike. You know, I listen to Sirius from time to time, especially like if I'm out in the middle of nowhere on a road trip and just want to listen to some music in far west Texas, something like that. And they've got a lot of DJs that you guys would know. Like there's an 80s station with all the old MTV DJs, Mark yeah. Goodman and uh, Martha Quinn. And they're, uh, what's the other woman's name that uh, I Nina? love so much? Nina Blackwood. Yeah. I believe they're all DJs up here or DJs here. Nina. Uh, so it's a pretty cool place to broadcast from. When we've broadcasted from New York City before on a Super Bowl trip or up here for the NFL draft or stars. Stanley Cup Finals against New Jersey. We broadcast from CBS Radio, I know, once or twice. Yeah. I want to say we've also broadcast from the fan studios. Is that where we were when we got snowed in for the Super Bowl? I think so. Yeah. I think that's right. So this is our first time to broadcast from Sirius, and we're here again for the Marconi Awards, which are tonight. We'll have a lot of travel stories for you. Uh, I don't know if you've decided yet, but it's either in Gordo's corner at 9.15 or the O-Deck coming up here at 6.15. But it's what I tweeted about last night on our cab ride over here from the airport to the hotel into Manhattan. We saw the most shocking thing that at least I've ever seen on a city street. It was pretty crazy. We're going to tell it at 9.15 today. Okay. Gordo's corner, the story of, of the incredible occurrence 
that happened on the street right next to us. Truly unbelievable. So 9.15, make a radio appointment to be with us at that time. 7.35, we'll update everybody on how our three suits made it through the flight. (laughs) And uh, we'll have some flight stories and some more trip stories from our journey here to New York City. Right now it's 5.47 on the ticket. Coming up next, a companion that's been with us 